Hello and welcome to the Conscious Entrepreneurs Podcast, a series of inspiring interviews with spiritual leaders and entrepreneurs who have successfully turned their passion into their own business and who are dedicated to living their best possible life while making this world a better place through their work, offerings, and authentic presence. I'm your host, Anna Frolic. I am an intuitive guide and mentor for purpose-driven business owners who are ready to break free from their self-imposed limitations so they can confidently step into their true calling, make more money working less, and embrace the life their soul is craving. I'm so excited you're here with us, and I can't wait to introduce you to today's guest. For more information about this and past episodes, please visit www.anafrolic.com. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Conscious Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm so excited to be here today with my guest, Tara Preston. Tara is a beauty shaman, an Akashic Records healer, and an intuitive business mentor for women who are ready to live beautifully in the boldness of their soul's calling. After spending a decade in the beauty industry as a model and makeup artist, she is now passionate about helping women in business own their true beauty, power, and authenticity so they can confidently step into their purpose and create the business, life, and relationships their soul longs for. Through her work in the Akashic Records, she is able to bring light to, their, to her clients' highest potential and help them release deep-seated limiting patterns that are holding them back, often in just one session. She wants women to know that creating a business that feels fun, joyful, and led by passion is absolutely possible and that it doesn't need to take years to get there. So I'm so excited to be here with you today, Tara. Thank you so much for Absolutely. All right. Um, I'm just going to go back to my notes here real quick. Sure, no problem. Yeah, so I have a list of questions. that I prepared totally. for today, but as always, I, yeah, I kind of like to leave some room for uh, spontaneous unfoldings as well. So we're just going to go yeah. the flow. Absolutely. And yeah. So to start with, I wanted to ask you a little, yeah, to share a little more about how you got started on this journey, especially how you made that transition from working in the beauty industry to starting your own business and like what inspired you to take Mm -hmm. that leap? Mm -hmm. Well, there were a few elements at the time that inspired me to take that leap, but I had spent a substantial amount of time in the beauty industry and I actually started modeling professionally when I was 14. And then even later in my early twenties, I kind of made that move um, uh, and became a professional makeup artist. And so I was just kind of like just stepping into my 30s and I could feel the call for more. And I really didn't know what that was at the time. 
And I also knew that within the beauty industry and even just in my life, there were pieces that just weren't fitting right anymore. Like I could, I could just feel it. And I was coming up against, I like, and you know, I love being in the beauty industry. I really did. And even just being a professional makeup artist, my approach was always very like natural beauty. And I was really passionate about holding that space for women to tap into a deeper beauty and to feel confident kind of celebrating that. But as I looked around the beauty industry at that time, it just became more and more evident that to me, it felt actually very limiting. You know, we were really limited by perfect beauty standards, by following fashion trends. And we are really seeing all of that change, which is really beautiful. It's happening. It's, you know, so that's great. But it just felt limiting to me and, you know, flawless skin. And I just knew there was more. And I also, to me, just my experience I saw this disconnect between our, our inner and outer beauty sometimes. It just felt like there was a gap. And I really started at that time, I was questioning, you know, what was it to live our purpose? Now, this is almost like 10 years ago. So, you know, you were starting to hear more and more about like living your purpose. And, and I felt like to a degree, I was kind of like, I enjoyed what I was doing, but I was like, I want to really know what it like feels like to like live in my purpose. Like, I'm happy doing what I'm doing, but I'm not like, I'm not fulfilled. And I just felt like there had to be a different way to be like, be in my purpose, be in that kind of fulfillment and feel really abundant too. Like the kind of like, you know, abundance that I was really looking for. And then at that same time too, I, I, about a year later, I, the birth of my first daughter came. So I was really starting to I was digging deep around who I wanted to be as a mom and that looked different than who my mom was or my grandma was and and I just knew that I wanted to be the mother that would follow her heart and really be in her purpose and be able to be the guide for my mom for my daughter and so that was where it all started and really honestly Shortly after that, I found the Akashic Records, and I really I dove into working with women at soul level. Spent many years and have done hundreds of Akashic Record sessions now. And you know, it turned out like for me and the expression of my purpose that being in our purpose and being in our beauty as women, they're they're very intricately connected. So it took a little while for me to like weave those two pieces together. But um, eventually that was that was my my understanding that was that became my body of work. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's so beautiful. And yeah, can you tell us a little more about your work and the Akashic Records? And I know that you call yourself a beauty shaman. So I really wanted to ask you if you could um, share a little more about what that means to you that that specific connection Mm. between, uh, yeah, working, like, I guess, on the inner and outer beauty, and then combining that with your spiritual gifts. Yeah, well, um, I had you know, shown up to, I felt the call. I just, I discovered the Akashic records and I just knew there was something there for me. Even when women would sit in my chair, it was, you know, my process was intuitive and I was, you know, you talk to them and using my intuitive gifts, even just there helping them break down patterns in their life and, and kind of creating that, that alignment there. But I do call myself a beauty shaman. And so I, of course, have a lot of like experience in the physical aspect of that. And the Akashic Records allowed me to go much deeper in my understanding with that. So, you know, over time, I was working with the Akashic Records. And, and then I really started to kind of almost like connect into, I guess, like the essence of like a woman. And so 
I really started to, I really wanted to intimately understand what, like, what is inner beauty? And to me, it was really just like the essence of a woman, the kind of the inner well of radiance that like, yes, our divinity. And there, there's more than more to that, of course, but inner beauty to me is also that connection to our essence. It's, it's that connection to like our gifts and really just that, that expression of our purpose. And then being able to like authentically express it outwardly and, you know, living an authentic life is of course, it's about getting all the pieces aligned from, you know, not just the work that we're doing in the world, but just the way we're presenting ourselves. And so it's kind of about grounding and embodying our inner beauty outwardly so that we can feel very authentic in the expression of our inner and outer beauty. And it's kind of where our divinity meets like our, our humanity. Mm. So I work with the Akashic Records and I also work with another process called body mapping. I, I weave in a lot of um, soul art, which is a creative shamanic tool. So I have a lot of different kind of tools that I bring in where I'm working very deeply with women. We go very deeply into, you know, what is their inner beauty, but it's also about, you know, falling in love with our humanity and aspects of our, of our, you know, shadow self so that we can feel really whole and integrated in ourselves as divine women having this, this really beautiful human experience. Mm. Yeah, I totally love that, uh, creating that balance and really working from the perspective of wholeness. That's definitely been transformational for me on my journey as well. And it's Mm -hmm. funny, I just had a conversation about this with somebody else yesterday. Um, Okay, so um, one question that's just coming up right now is like, what are what are some of the transformations that you see in the women that you work with, when you see them stepping into their power and really learning, especially learning to embrace their beauty, I guess, inside, Mm -hmm. but also embracing their physical beauty. Yeah, I think both is important. So like, what are some of the transformations that you see happening for your clients in their business, for example, or also in their life as a whole? Yeah. And so I think that's that's a really important piece. And I've actually, it's tied into... It is tied into creating a really strong inner energetic foundation and kind of falling in love with our aspects, those aspects, different aspects of ourselves. And then that journey into really allowing ourselves to be seen in a new way and taking up space with those aspects of ourselves. Um, And so, and, you know, getting comfortable holding that, that power. And again, to me, that, that speaks to allowing ourselves to be seen as a powerful woman and taking up space. And so there is this journey of really, you know, it's almost like we really fall in love with ourselves and then these parts of ourselves begin to express. And part of that is, you know, learning to set, you know, boundaries too, so that we can kind of hold this new sense of self that we're really starting to express and, and ground in. But the other piece that I wanted to touch in too, and it speaks to like the self-image piece. And so a lot of times when women come to me, they have a a certain self-image. They see themselves a certain way. And so we're really doing this journey of releasing the old self-image and stepping into a whole new way of seeing ourselves. And so if we think about an old self-image, it's kind of like the woman we know ourselves currently. And within the scope of that, we have all kinds of stories and beliefs and that play out from there. So we do this, this really beautiful journey of releasing and, and shedding away the old self image and really grounding in this, this new self image where they're really seeing themselves as 
I call it as, as a sacred woman, really giving mm. her permission to show up in, in her sacredness and, and to claim space in that. And there's something really powerful that happens because when we do that, when we really start to show up in that space in a way where we're honoring ourselves, I just find the universe really, really mirrors back so much deliciousness in that space. I hope that mm. did that answer your question. Mm, absolutely. Okay, good. <laughs> and yeah, this just reminds me of something I, I read about like years ago. Like I think they did an experiment with women and they asked them to draw a picture of themselves like from their own perspective. And right. you could see that like a lot of women have a very distorted self-image, like the way they see yes. themselves, even physically. So yeah. That, yeah, that's very interesting. That just mm-hmm. came to mind. And I think sometimes mm-hmm. we just kind of go through our daily life and, and being in our mm-hmm. businesses and we just, we forget, we forget how we actually frame ourselves. So it's really interesting to take the time to look in that, look at that and to just see how you see yourself and what stories are all wrapped up in that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a really beautiful, beautiful yeah. shift to make. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. So another question I had for you, I remember you mentioned like a while ago, I saw a post in your Facebook group and you you were talking about how you discovered working with the moon cycles. I think that Mm. was like one of the first things you started doing in your business that that were Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I said it was very transformational for you and it really changed the way you are working in your business. Can you tell us a little more about that and how you specifically work with the moon cycles? Yeah. Well, I weave that medicine in, in so many different ways and it's just been such an instrumental part of my own journey. And if I look back, you know, the very, the first time that I kind of discovered that connection was in my early twenties and I had left home and it was kind of like that if we look at the, like the feminine life cycle wheel of like maidenhood and, and oftentimes that really anchoring into like maidenhood and womanhood, it happens around that 19 to 20, 21 year old time. And I'd left home and I was feeling kind of lost and lonely and starting college. And somehow I, I started to notice that I felt different at different times of the, of the lunar lunar cycle. And it was even at that time that over the course of a year, I just really started journaling and paying attention and working with the the flow of these cycles. And it it gradually really, it brought me home to myself over the course of a year in a, in a whole new way. And I had discovered it actually was really beneficial in just helping my evolution as a woman. And so I'd seen the same thing when I kind of made that leap from like leaving the beauty industry and stepping into my business, I kind of began working with the moon cycles in a really deep way. And I found that it really allowed me to cycle through again, this, this into more of my evolution from from what I was leaving behind to really anchoring into this, this woman that was, you know, living in alignment with her purpose and, and had this business. And then when it comes to working with the lunar cycles in my business, I do that monthly too. And I found that, and this is a piece that I bring in with a lot of my, my clients who are in business and it's beautiful, especially for the women who feel like they've got like a really long list of to do's and they just feel like they're trapped on like the hamster wheel and burnout can possibly be starting to set in because another kind of like another piece of the magic of working with lunar cycles is that it creates a really delicious ebb and flow, of course. And we start to work from this delicious space of like nourishment. So the other way that I work with the lunar cycles is, and I'll kind of 
I'll just give like a little brief um, breakdown if you don't mind, Anna, because it's mm, actually, yeah. it's been really powerful. Mm. So the new moon for me is actually a time of rest. And so if we, you know, if you pay attention to the new moon, which actually we're in right now, we had our new moon yesterday. So we're still in the energy of that. And if we, if we just pay attention, the new moon, you know, it's when it's at its darkest and there's just that little sliver in the sky. It's this very quiet inward energy that invites us in. It invites us to slow down. And so for me and my business, it's usually when I'm not really taking clients, I'm not on social media as much. It's a time where I'm really, I'm connecting with my family, I'm slowing down and I'm really nourishing my energy. And it's a time, the new moon invites us inward. So we can go in and we can hear our desires even that much more clearly. And so especially for women in business, oftentimes that new moon period is this beautiful time of visioning and listening for our insight, our inspirations. And so I use that, that time to do just that. And then as the, the lunar cycle starts to move from the new moon to the waxing moon, we see it go from the little sliver to the half cycle, the energy starts to build. And so this is, you know, something I've been working with for like the last seven years, but now I just naturally, without pushing, I can just ride the energy of the, the building energy of the lunar cycles, which this power, of course, is available to, you know, all, uh, all women. It's outside of us and within us. And so we can all cultivate and harness the, the power of working with these cycles. So around the time of the waxing moon, I'll feel the energy build. So any kind of insights or to-dos or any projects that I kind of want to launch for the next cycle, I'll start to take action on them. So, you know, I might like put up like the systems and structures for a landing page. I might, um, whatever it is, whatever action I want to start taking, I'll do it. And it feels very natural. And as we ride the, the energy towards the full moon, of course, this is where the energy of the 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 moon is at its most powerful, which, and it's a really fun time. I always find it's a very, it's very much a celebration. I love to like, this is where you, it's really fun to introduce like sacred adornment and the, the full moon represents a woman's full power and luminosity. So it's a time where we can like, you know, celebrate like our manifestations where we can, where we can really be in the energy of like, even our intentions are amplified. But the other piece that I like about the full moon is that this is where our energy, we have the most energy. If we're riding the cycles, we have the most energy. So for me, the full moon is a time where I like burn the midnight oil. It's like, I really, I'll just work as hard as I want to for that whole week. And so that might be where I'm like working all day and into the evening. And it might be a full week of that. But I know that when that new moon does come around, there's a period of rest. So I don't ever burn out. So I'm just going to keep going and give you the last piece. So after the full moon, we start to decline and we see the waning moon. So, so we're back at that half moon and we're starting to make the descent back to the new moon. The waning moon is actually, it's like my favorite um, aspect of the lunar cycle because it's a time for release. And so, and so I find if we don't take those little pauses during the month to like reassess, like reassess, you know, what feels heavy in our businesses, what really, what projects maybe, you know, maybe aren't coming with us for the next cycle, but it's also a time to close off pro projects and, and bring our to-do list for the most part to a close. And then just, you know, for me, it's like a time where I'll kind of like, what in my environment feels heavy? Like, what can I cleanse and purge? Like, what out of my closet 
maybe it's a couple shirts where I'm like, yeah, they're just not coming along with me. I'm going to make space in my closet for whatever's coming next or in my home. And then it's also a time too where this is, you know, generally where PMS will set in. And it's usually like all those irritations under the surface, any of those pieces that, that are trying to get our attention through irritation, they want to be processed and, and seen so that they can be healed and released. So that when the new moon comes again, then we can sink in and we can rest and we can really connect with our, the beauty of our feminine spirit and hear how she's guiding us forward into more of our evolution for the next cycle. So that's how mm -hmm. I work with the, the moon cycles. And yeah, and I mean, it really works. I, I find that I'm really, it does keep me in the flow and I, I haven't burnt out, burnt out for a long time, thankfully, because <laughs> I know mm -hmm. what that feels like too. <laughs> Yeah, I certainly know what that feels like. Um, it's interesting that you mentioned PMS uh, because I actually, I didn't even really pay attention to the moon cycles too much uh, just over the last few weeks, I guess. But mm -hmm. um, I actually just started my period yesterday, so that would have been the right, new perfect. moon. <laughs> that's yeah, totally. that's perfect time for um, rest. Mm -hmm. And I have been working with the moon cycles a bit more just in the past few months or a bit longer than that I, I do feel that when I pay more attention to the cycles and I also allow myself to trust the flow more and trust the cycles mm. more I, I do feel that my body has actually mm. responded to that and is much more in sync with with the moon um, would you say that since you've been doing this work do you feel this has helped you get in touch with your own intuition more as well has that been mm -hmm. part of uh, your journey of mm -hmm. like really learning to trust your intuition and work with your intuition? Yeah, I would say that that's been a really big part of uh, my own journey. And I find, you know, and I know that's probably a part of your journey as well. Um, I've always mm -hmm. had a fascination with like intuition, but just being able like to really let my essence lead. I think that's been like a big part of my journey and really understanding like what it means to let my essence or let my, my soul lead and really cultivating where it is that she wants to take me. And I do find like flowing with the, the lunar cycles has been a really instrumental part of staying connected to that and, you know, clearing the next layer and, and really listening and, and allowing her to really take the lead like that. Um, and and I think that, you know, our essence, it, she speaks to us through our, our intuition. And I, I love to, to deepen that help, like deepen that connection with myself. And it's a piece that I love to work with my, my women as well. And, and I think that, you know, the intuition can be harnessed in our business. And I even love to like bring it in. I'm probably getting a little off topic here, but I really love to bring it in even just with like sacred style, just really even letting our essence lead first thing in the morning by just tapping into how she wants to express herself and how she wants to feel for that day and letting mm -hmm. the our our intuitive nature just really kind of you know pick the first piece that feels really juicy and inspiring and and let the creative energy build from there so it's been a really beautiful way to to co-create for sure and learning to trust uh, my intuition um, has been really fun and <laughs> sometimes challenging because we don't we sometimes don't really know where we're going and and I think that, you know, and so many of us are here to 
create, you know, changes or lead a way that's not really been cultivated yet. So it's definitely been a part of my journey. Mm, yeah, that's beautiful. And besides the things that you've already mentioned, do you have any specific tips for women who are perhaps feeling like really disconnected from their physical body and from their physical beauty? Mm -hmm. Um, I know I sometimes struggle with this because I tend to live in my head or I'm like sometimes very focused on the spiritual aspects and maybe the emotional aspects of my journey Mm -hmm. as well. But I have a tendency to disconnect from my physical body, even though like I love creating things physically as well but totally um so yeah I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one (laughs) (laughs) you're not and Mm -hmm. I think it's a big piece too because Mm -hmm. especially for highly sensitive women being really grounded Mm -hmm. and embodied it it can feel uncomfortable we do you know this planet is beautiful but it's also there's a harshness to it too so we we can sometimes tend to like pull back and want to float a little bit in the ethers and I would say that's, I see that a lot. And, and so there's lots of different things we can do. And I know, Anna, you're probably doing some of them already, but you know, that, that time in mother nature, I find it's, it's like my most natural go-to for, for connecting to my natural beauty and really being grounded in just the radiance and the, the abundance of mother earth. And I find that it's so potent when we can just go play. And a lot of times I, you know, doing even just like, you know, like photo shoots in nature there's it's just like our the wild feminine just starts to emerge in women and they're they're just really anchored into like the beauty of their physical body but you know i find besides that too it's just like having our, our feet on mother earth is so powerful at just anchoring us in and allowing us to to claim space that's that's one piece and i know that you do that the other piece is like sacred adornment like i find too if we can actually you know, depending on who we feel called to be, a lot of times I'll work with like, um, sometimes it's, you know, um, our future powerful self, and we'll bring in, you know, depending on like who they're anchoring in, we'll bring in wardrobe pieces. Um, We'll bring in, you know, sometimes like a little bit of a like a heavier jewelry piece, because it really, you know, our, our, the clothes that we wear, it's a part of the physical aspect of being here. And it really grounds us in our sensuality and in our beauty as women. Like our feminine essence loves to create and express and be admired and being in like the magic of just her. And so clothes and jewelry, I mean, it's, it's a really beautiful way to do that. And I even find um, just with, with makeup and I'm, I'm really not a big makeup wearer myself, but I do love, you know, mirrors are so powerful and we have this like this window of time in the morning to cultivate a really sacred relationship with ourselves. So, you know, even introducing like skincare that feels really magical and a a few essential oils and really lovingly gazing at yourself and being able to just like touch your skin and feel your skin and, and put lip gloss on your skin and just, you know, coming home to yourself. It's, it's a really powerful way to anchor into the beauty that we are. And, you know, really taking that time to see yourself because there's so many women, you know, we we walk around and we, and it's, you know, it's just kind of built into our conditioning to want somebody or someone to see us (laughs) externally. 
And yet the real magic is when we can, when we can see ourselves, when we can, we, we can see how majestic and beautiful and divine that we are. And so sometimes just lovingly gazing at ourselves in the mirror is really beautiful. And I just want to touch on one last piece too, because I think this is a really, a really helpful one, but dance. I just find aside from like meditation and walking and jogging and yoga and some of those traditional ways of like grounding ourselves, dance really speaks to like the sensual aspect of, of our femininity and just being in our bodies. So whether that's like turning on a little bit of music and just like getting your hips moving and st or stomping your feet, or if it's just like, you know, some, some bit of music that's actually just bringing us into the movement and the beauty of being in our feminine vessel, it's really, really grounding. And I find too that, so it's, you know, a lot of times our emotions get stuck too in our bodies and dance is a really beautiful way to start to shift that. And speaking of intuition too, so much of our intuition lives in our body as women. So that was a, real, a really great question. <laughs> <laughs> mm. yeah that that's so true um i just had this conversation with somebody just recently oh, did you? about yeah just about yeah exactly connecting with our bodies to connect with our intuition i think that's that's exactly yeah. a piece that a lot of us women miss because we've been taught to well on so many levels to suppress our feelings to often go overly into our um yeah, exaggerated, wounded, masculine side, and, and especially in our careers, I guess, in the corporate world, it's very common that we think we, the only way for us to create success is by um, pretty much suppressing our feminine nature and operating from an aspect that is, in a way, not completely natural to us, or, or just not the wholeness of our being. Oh, totally. So, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I was just having this conversation mm -hmm. the other day too, because I think sometimes mm -hmm. it can be really um, easy for us to want to create from like the mental aspect. But I find for women, like so much of our creative power, especially when we're like leading from like the feminine is actually like rooted and located in different, like more embodied wisdom centers and so yeah I think that's beautiful I think that's beautiful and I think that especially speaks to you know women who are really feeling the the call to express something more you know unique or soulful through even like through through their business but they're they're hitting that kind of uh, success level and sometimes it's it is just what you were saying that that aspect mm -hmm. of being able and willing to anchor into some of these other to some of these other wisdom centers and letting that kind of lead us as well. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've, I've really learned to embrace like the connection with my physical body as a powerful tool to feel and connect with my truth. Cause I mm. um, like, I'm, I'm definitely very connected to my feelings and my emotions, but I feel sometimes it's like, it's so helpful to use my body as Yes. Almost like an antenna or totally. Just, yes. Yeah, yeah. Like really, really feel um, what, um, you know, what am I really feeling? Cause sometimes it can be tempting to maybe get into our heads too much when we're maybe trying to make a decision or um, something makes sense or, you know, maybe even a desire that we have, but that may not be completely authentic or that may come from mm -hmm. a place outside of ourselves. So, through 
really learning to connect with my body and tune into my body, I, I feel that's become a lot easier. Like I can really pay attention to, okay, so I'm saying this, but what am I feeling in my body while I'm saying this, you know? Yes. Does this really feel true? And it, it's so, yeah, it can be so revealing. Mm-hmm. Big time revealing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I find that when I'm really in my body, when I've like circ- cycled through a lot of my emotions and I'm in like the sensual body and grounded, it's, it is like an antenna. Like I'll, my body will literally like lean forward on a yes. So it really, I find it's like, it's so powerful for, for us women. And yet it can be really easy to become like feel, to become disembodied really in our society because we're so busy, which is another reason why I love working with, with the rhythms and the, the cycles of the, of the moon, because it gives us those, you know, the new moon especially gives us that space to pause and recalibrate and drop in. We're not, you know, a mile, we're not miles ahead with our to-do list, Um, not anchored into our body Mm. at all. So I love, I love that you said that. Mm. And I think that, you know, speaking of intuition, it's so important to be that channel, to be a really clear channel so that we, we know when it is our intuition and and we can hear our intuition and how our feminine spirits guiding us forward. Absolutely. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. So we're almost getting to the end of this interview, but before we end this call, I wanted to ask you if there's anything else that you want to share with our audience. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I've got um, a free gift and it's my radiant morning power hour. So this is another piece, you know, speaking about like creating a goddess channel. So this is, uh, it's like a six page PDF and it's really like five days to cultivate your goddess radiance. And it's this, it's a practice where I walk you through the steps needed to really anchor into your beauty, your truth and your power daily. And you can access that free gift at radiantpowerhour.com. And yes, I also have, right now I have some rooms, some spots open for a brand new program. It's my Magical Feminine Prosperity. It's a four-month intensive. So it's, it's for women in business who really want to lead from that space of that soulful, intuitive knowing. They really want to cultivate the nourishing rhythms and cycles. They're, they're done with the burnout and the and they're really feeling like they're on the hamster wheel. And it's for women who really want to channel their unique creative genius genius through, you know, more, maybe right now you have more of a traditional business, but you want to tap into more of your soul's calling and, and how to really work that through your business. So if that speaks to any of your listeners, you can definitely just reach out by email and mm-hmm. uh, let me know and we can set aside a time to talk and you can, I'll share my email, Anna. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Tara, sure. Yeah. It's tara.preston at sacredfemininepath.com. Mm, awesome. Yeah. So that would have been my next question anyway. Um, oh, cool. So yeah, thank you so much for sharing that. And I can hopefully say I've actually worked with uh, Tara before as well. And I highly, highly recommend her services. And mm, uh, yeah, you, Anna. I, I love that Akashic Records reading that I had with you uh, oh, I think last year. That was mm-hmm. super revealing. And I can still see like the pieces falling into place even now. That's, love it. I mm. love it. That was a really, mm. that was a really fun reading for sure. The Akashic mm. Records are a really wonderful place to s- start with my work. Mm. Absolutely. And they're always a lot of fun and um, very, very potent. Mm, absolutely. Thank you so much, Anna. 
Yeah, thank you so much for being here with me today. I had so much fun talking to you once again. Yes. And uh, yeah, one, one last question. Um, sure. Would you want to share your website as well for uh, anybody yeah, who wants absolutely. to check it yeah, out? You, absolutely. You can go to sacredfemininepath.com. Okay, perfect. Thank you. And I'm just going to say thank you to everyone who was here with us today as well in this podcast slash video if you're watching this on YouTube. And I look forward to being back with another episode very soon. Thank you for listening to the Conscious Entrepreneurs Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave a rating on iTunes. For more information about this and past episodes, and if you're interested in working with me privately, please visit www.anafrolic.com.